Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the divisional round of the 2023 NFL season. My name is Joe Dolan. That's Tom Brawley. Thomas Tipple behind the glass. We got a butterscotch and crimpet over Ooh. here. My wife is going to be home from her run <laughs> any minute now, and they are uh -oh. going to go absolutely wild. Uh, but that is just the nature of live television. Welcome to the show. Uh, as Tom and I are going to go on the point spread and break down every game from a betting perspective, side, total, and props for the NFL divisional round. T-Bro, how'd you do in the uh, in the wild card round? Our two bullshit teams got eliminated. Yes, and honestly, thank God. We don't I have to watch. I we don't have to go through that pain anymore of watching our teams play. That's what a relief. I am so fired up for this weekend because of that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it'll be nice. And and, and like, uh, um, uh, you got to see the Browns go down, but the Ravens yeah. haven't yet. For, well, four thirty uh, today, we'll find out. <laughs> well, uh, well, let's talk about how did your bets go last weekend? By the way, I was good. Uh, three and zero on the wild card uh, ATS picks. Uh, three and three overall. So good thing uh, you know I picked out. I identified the ones that I liked the most and bet those and did well on those five and three on the player props uh had a couple near misses uh Jalen Warren had a 16 yard catch on like the third play of the game uh, and then had no, one catch after that for zero yards so missed on that prop that was a kick in the nuts but uh you know pretty good weekend overall like a lot of the stances that we've taken already hopefully you're a subscriber and have been following the article a lot of line movement on most of the props, uh, you know, towards the direction that I, I placed these bets. So hopefully you got it, got on on these uh, earlier and uh, got some good lines. But uh, yeah, we'll go through all the picks and we'll see see what uh, what's out there for everybody. Uh, Tom, I know last week I complained about uh, commissioning that that one and done. Yeah, the playoff one and done. Yeah. You might have just seen the my face. The I literally oh, just got an email from somebody who said, oh, no wonder I didn't do well. I thought you had to submit the same lineup for every week. So oh, what he no. Did, so what he did was he put Lamar and McCaffrey in his lineup last week, and he wants them back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I guess you can't. do that. Oh, I yeah, don't I don't know if you can manually. But, uh, yeah, I, I heard you also had some troubles with our friend Travis, who, uh, you know, somehow co-signed, you know, co uh, you know, co-ownered. Yeah, I don't know what the heck's going on. We, we need to figure that out. But Tom, uh, let's help the people. That's what people want. Uh, we're going to talk about the Baltimore Ravens at 430 against Houston. Tom, the Texans are getting nine and a half on the highway, 43 mm -hmm. and a half the total. Um, Baltimore well-rested. Lamar, the MVP. Houston, a very impressive performance last week. Uh, the weather is going to be cold. Potentially a little bit of snow in Baltimore, maybe yeah. wind. So yeah, 43 mile an hour, it's right on that fringe where it's yeah. kind of affect passing games. So not ideal condition. You know, we have a Houston team coming from down south that plays in a dome. Uh, so, yeah, that, that that could play a little bit of a, you know, a little little potential into this, uh, into this, uh, you know, what we're uh, handicapping here. But. Uh, yeah, this line's been nine and a half mostly all week. It, it touched 10 a little bit at the beginning of the week and uh, quickly got bet down. So uh, I'd lean towards the Texans in this one. The yeah. The injury report is you know pretty good on both sides. Uh, clearly, Baltimore has had more time to rest up here. They even uh, had the chance to rest a lot of their key players in the season finale against the Steelers. So uh, they're working with three weeks of rest coming into this game with for some players. So, although it wasn't enough for 
The one key injury in this game is Marlon Humphrey is out at cornerback for the, for the Ravens. Uh, that's you know good news for Nico Collins and Nico Collins props. His his prop is around 80 yards, uh, five and a half catches. So uh, he's clearly been the the top weapon here. Uh, Noah Brown, that was the big news out of Houston earlier this week. They put him on the IR, officially ending his season. He's been banged up all you know the, the entire second half of the season, and uh, that means a bigger role for John Mechie and Robert Woods uh, and these tight ends as well. So uh, that, that's the big injury news coming out of this game. And uh, yeah, I'd lean towards the the Texans. I feel like this price is a little inflated. I you know based on my power ratings. Uh, you know, if I mix in the uh, the home field advantage, I, I'd probably make this a seven and a half, eight point spread here. So I, I think there's a little bit of value towards the Texans. And uh, of course, with CJ Stroud, I don't care go the dogs. Mom's go. home. <laughs> uh, you know, with, with Stroud and with Yuko Collins. Yeah, I think the back door could be open here. Uh, if, if it is a two score game late, uh, obviously, you know, we had a game last week where Mason Rudolph could not get in the back door. I think CJ Stroud is a, a little bit, you know, better uh, equipped to maybe maybe do that if it's a a fourteen point game late. I feel like I know what the answer is here, Tom. But these two teams played in Week One. Uh, do you have any any look back to Week One when you're when you're handicapping this game? By the way, the Ravens won that game twenty five to nine, and interestingly. It was the same spread. It was a nine and a half yep. point spread. I think both of these teams are better than we thought they were, which is why it's still a nine and a half point spread. But man, when I think back to that week one, I'm pretty sure I was like, man, that's kind of the CJ Stroud I'm expecting. Like they don't have great weapons. Like I don't think they're going to put a lot of points on the board. We have two very different teams, uh, certainly. Uh, so. Yeah, I've, I've even just watched a little bit of the, you know, the highlights this week just to get a, you know, a little bit of a refresher and. Um, you know, I thought it at the time and I was like, wow, oh, this CJ Stroud can play a little bit. I know the numbers weren't great in that game. I think he had like 243 yards yeah. on like 43 attempts Didn't throw a touchdown. Uh, the, yeah. yeah. The numbers didn't pop out, but you, know, you could tell that there was something there and you're right. This was like a nine and a half point spread. I, I think I remember betting on the, you know, I think my lean was towards the Ravens in that game. Uh, yeah, in our staff picks, I gave out the, uh, the Ravens, but uh, just fascinating now that the Ravens have moved up to the top of the power ratings and the Texans have made that big of a jump that this line is still a nine and a half point spread. They're probably, uh, you know, thinking back on my numbers, probably about touchdown difference from where they opened the season. So uh, that tells you just how much these teams have improved since then. I, I don't take much out of it. Even, even if you go back, Baltimore was not very impressive in that game. It was the first game with Todd Munkin and, uh, a lot of these new pieces working in a new offense and, uh, you know, their offense wasn't very impressive as well. It, just despite the 25 to nine score, uh, it was a lot of defensive, uh, you know, work for the, the Ravens in that one. So uh, not, not very much to take, take out of it, but pretty fascinating just how these teams are the same point spread from since week one, but uh, just the pass that they've taken to get there is pretty fascinating. Did you hit any props in this game? Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the Let's one go. I, I did hit. The one that has moved against me a little bit is Dalton Schultz. I gave it out over three and a half. It was a plus one hundred at DraftKings. I think it's up to like plus one twenty now. Um, just like it. Just looking back in, in recent weeks, uh, Baltimore is playing a lot more too high safety. You know, a lot of it is because of the teams they've been going against. But uh, you know, they played the Chargers, Chiefs, uh, you know, 49ers. 
you know, a lot of good passing offenses. So they were playing a lot more two safeties and uh, that's opened up the middle of the field a little bit for tight ends. And I have it in my notes here that uh, six of the last seven, uh, you know, games, they've given up four plus catches to tight ends uh, when they've had their starters in the lineup. So uh, Noah Brown also being out uh, the point spread where it is, you know, could lead to more pass heavy game script here. So uh, I think Schultz could be a little bit more involved. I guess I am a little bit. I think just Brevin Jordan making a big play last week. I think that might be affecting this, you know, why this one has moved against me a little bit uh, of all the props I've hit. Uh, I think, you know, Jordan, Brevin Jordan has made a couple plays down the stretch. So I think maybe that might be affecting that line. The other one I gave out is, uh, I, you know, two tight ends here. Isaiah Likely. This is the, the day of the tight ends for me here looking at my props. Uh, I got Isaiah likely over 34 and a half. That, that had yards. to have moved since they ruled out. Uh, well, that's, it came out. So there was no prop on likely or Andrews. Uh, I guess I we, see, we didn't I really see, touch think. on that. That was, uh, you know, kind of the, you know, a big piece of news here as well uh, on the injury front. Andrews, they're given, uh, he practiced in full all week, but it seems like they're ramping him up for maybe next week. And, you know, seeing how his body takes a couple full practices here. So uh, saving him. Uh, so the props didn't come out uh, really f for the Ravens receivers. They were pretty light uh, until Friday morning when the news came out. Opened at 34 and a half at FanDuel. It's been bet up to 37 and a half. I still think there's a 36 and a half out in the market. Uh, I thought it would open up 38 and a half, 39 and a half. So I think there's some value there. Uh, he's been up over this number uh, in his last five games with Lamar. Um, yeah, And, uh, you know, Houston's been pretty rough against tight ends all season. Fifth most receiving yards per game to the position. And then we saw David and Joku go nuts in this, this matchup last week. So uh, liking uh, Isaiah likely over his number uh, for one and done. I'm actually, you know, that's one of the players I'm using this week. Uh, just thinking that, you know, maybe I'll have the potential to use Andrews in future weeks. And uh, I'd like the matchup a lot here for Isaiah likely. And I got to be a little different. My, my one and done team did not start off too well. Oh, I was uh, ass last week. We yeah, got me and you. I think me and you are like right next to each other at we, the We got like the beat by an 85 year old woman. Um, yeah, I, I made a lot of bad decisions. I had, I, I stacked Jordan Love with Jaden Reed, who of course went uh, scoreless. Even my kicker got me two points, like Riley Patterson from Cleveland. So uh, a little bit of a rough start. So I got to go a little more off the board with some of my one and done selections. And I think I also have, um, Devin Singletary in this game as well. Yeah. Uh, Ravens have been run against a little bit here uh, down the stretch. Uh, so that, that's something to keep an eye on here. Uh, I'm sure they're going to, you know, with the with the weather, with the cold conditions, I could see them coming out trying to run the ball a little bit here to see uh, if they can get control of this game. Uh, let's move on to the Saturday night game, which is Green Bay at San Francisco. San Francisco laying 10 Pretty much across the board, Tom. 50 and a half the total. Wind will not be a factor. Rain will tonight. It is going to rain in San Francisco, as it is wont to do in the Bay Area. Um, Green Bay at San Fran. Warm, but rainy um, in the 50s. Uh, 50 and a half the total. So they are not really taking that weather into account. They expect a lot of points scored in this game. An implied score of low, roughly 30 to 20 in favor of San Francisco, Tom. Green Bay, the stars of the divisional round. Jordan Love has announced himself. Um, do you have a play on the side or the total in Green Bay at San Francisco? Yeah, this is the one I do have a play on. I have the Packers plus 10. Gave that out early in the week. Um, it was pretty solid nine and a half across the board for most of the week here. But the San Francisco money 
is rolling in here this morning. Uh, it is pretty flat tens across the board I'm seeing. So, uh, you know, if you've been waiting to get on that Packer side when it was at nine and a half, uh, you can jump on it now. Maybe even maybe even watch the market here a little bit. Maybe maybe we see a ten and a half. I don't think we will, but um, I don't know if those 49ers nine and a halfs are coming back here. Uh, the, the, the money is coming in here late for the team that's rested. Another spot here. It's very similar to the Ravens where they were able to rest a lot of their key players in week 18. So, uh, injury report looks pretty good for them. You know, Clellan Farrell is the only guy that, uh, one of their, you know, many pass rushers that they have at their disposal, uh, you know, a little thinner here this week, but, uh, other side is the, the big question for me, uh, Jair Alexander was playing really well last week against the Cowboys and aggravated that ankle injury. Looks like he's going to try to play, but I mean, major concern here that he re-injures that and he's not, you know, it is a short turn or, you know, quick turnaround with short week, six, six days to prepare for this game. So, uh, that's, that's the one injury I'll be watching early in this game to see just what uh, version of Jair Alexander we get. He was playing pretty dominantly last week. Um, you know, Christian Watson's another guy I'll be curious to see here. Uh, as I said, I'm way behind and one and done. So I'm rolling the dice and playing Christian Watson, hoping we can get one of those blowout games from him where he goes three catches for 90 yards and two touch, you know, just w- hoping for one of those performances. Uh, got, got some work in last week was about 35% of the snaps. I think 35 to 40% of the snaps. So uh, maybe with another week, he's a little healthier, a little bigger role. Uh, but uh, injury-wise, uh, that's about it on uh, you know for this game. Uh, did he hit anything in the prop market here, Tom, with uh, San Francisco and Green Bay? You know, I wonder. I'm actually using Jaden Reed in one and done this week. Okay. I was like, you know, I, I wonder you if you do better than I did with Jaden Reed. I wonder if they're <laughs> going to go back to him. They all, I mean, Jordan Love didn't have to throw many passes. He just averaged about 35 yards of completion in that. Well, that's game. that's what I was about to say. That's you know, I couldn't even. I wasn't even mad. Yeah, you know, I used Jordan Love last week, and I. You know, you know, Jaden Reed's their slot receiver. You know, he's kind of the the shorter A dot player for them. And uh, the Cowboys were just letting Romeo Dobbs run wide open, twenty yards down the field. So uh, I wasn't even that mad at, at you know Jaden Reed's goose egg last week because you know it, it was you know kind of by design. Uh, all the deep shots were working last week, but I don't I don't necessarily I I think there will be a little bit better game planned here from the 49ers defense. I don't I don't think they're just going to have guys letting guys run around wide open in the secondary. So, yeah, I, I do think Jaden Reed should have a, a bounce pack back performance. I, I think his yardage number is – it's one I looked at quite a bit. It was like sitting around 42-and-a-half, uh, three-and-a-half catches. Uh, it didn't didn't quite get there just because of uh, – just looking at the, the participation numbers last week with them back to full strength. They were rotating a lot more, uh, these, these wide receivers. Of course, they're working in wicks and – uh, you know, John's boy, Bo Melton is still in the mix. Uh, so Jaden Reed wasn't on the field quite as much as we had seen. So that's, that's what was kind of keeping me off of those, those, uh, more appealing numbers this week, because he was about 50 receiving yards last week, four and a half catches. So the props have gone down, but, uh, also, you know, his playing time has as well. Uh, prop wise, uh, Jordan Love, I'm on it again, uh, going back to the well with the Packers catching the points and back to Jordan Love and his passing yards number. Uh, got it at 242 and a half. I think it's at 246 and a half now. So, uh, still a bettable number for me. Uh, I thought it should be in the mid 250s again. And 
Uh, that's a number 256 and a half, you know, 256. He's cleared eight in the, eight of his last 10 games. And uh, even if we look back uh, you know, at San Francisco, they've been, you know, you know, that's the one way to kind of beat them. It's tough to run the ball on them. Uh, if Jordan Love gets a little bit of time to throw. Uh, the San Francisco defense has given up 246 in four four times in weeks 11 through 16 uh, before you know they face Sam Howell and Carson Wentz in the final two weeks. So um, yeah, I'm liking a, a potential shootout here. Of course, we'll be keeping an eye on the weather, but from what I was even looking at this morning, they're thinking that the rain might get through the area a little early and might be done by by the time the game starts. So uh, weather does not seem. You know, as far as big as a factor as it was for a lot of the games last week, it doesn't seem to be as big a factor this week. And it looks like this this forecast has been getting better for this San Francisco and Green Bay game. I also, uh, uh, there was yeah, one yeah. more prop. I gave out Kittle as well. Uh, complete my tight end props for the week. Uh, got it 48 and a half. That's always a risk to go with a Kittle prop. What's that? It's always a risk to go with a Kittle prop. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, there's, there's always going to be two of these, you know, out of Brandon Ayuk, Debo, uh, Kittle and Christian McCaffrey. There's always like two of them that are going to go off, maybe a third. Sometimes all four do, but uh, I, I do, you know, I kind of like this matchup against the Packers. Uh, you know, we saw Ferguson in garbage time last week uh, really go nuts, but uh, they play a lot of cover three, uh, you know, around 40%. Uh, that's, uh, you know, from our fantasy points data. That's uh, about fourth most, uh, you know, looking back at the regular season. And uh, he was averaging 2.73 yards per route run. 23% target share. So uh, if they continue to run a, a lot of cover three here this week, like George Kittle in this matchup, of course, you know, it, that the receiving yard, you know, the receptions prop is like sitting three and a half, you know, he, he needs the big receptions, but he led the, the tight end position in yards per route, you know, yards per route run and receiving yards overall. So he's very capable of getting over this number with just a couple of catches. So, uh, and I, I'm expecting a back and forth. I, I do lean towards the over in this game. 50 and a half points. So uh, I do think he'll be uh, a little more involved than usual. And even if you look back over the last couple of weeks towards the end of the season, uh, he's been up over this number uh, 54 yards. He's been up over eight of his last 10 games. So he's been involved uh, more than you, you probably realize over the back half of the season. Let's move on to Sunday, Tom. Tampa Bay takes on Detroit 3 p.m. Uh, indoors, obviously, at Ford Field. Detroit laying six, six and a half, depending on where you look. I don't know if that's going to get to a full seven. Another high total, 49 and a half. Um, Detroit's defense, not very good. However, um, they're going to provide more resistance than whatever it was the Eagles threw out there last week uh, against Baker Mayfield and the boys. Six, six and a half the total, Tom. 49 and a half, uh, excuse me, six, six and a half the spread. 49 and a half the total. Tampa Bay on the highway. Do you have a bet on the side or the total in this one? I do not. This is one I've been kind of waiting out. I was hoping we'd get some sevens uh, with the Buccaneers and I might jump in, but I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, there it did touch seven a little bit at times this week, and as soon as it hit seven, it uh, was quickly bet back down to six and a half. So yeah. uh, there, it, it, all indications are this is moving the other direction. Most There are some books, as you said, showing most of the, most of the books have six at this point. Um, Fandle's the lone holdout here at six and a half, but even there it's uh, minus 115 towards uh, towards uh, the Buccaneers at, at plus six and a half. So this looks like it's going to kind of settle at that six, six and a half point range. I don't think I'll be jumping in at six and a half. Uh, I, I kind of want the full seven here in this game. Uh, Lions, 
I will say their defense, they buckled down last week in the red zone. That that was the difference in the game. Uh, Rams moved the ball all game, especially in that second half, but they could not score touchdowns uh, against the Detroit Lions. And that's kind of how their defense is built. Uh, you know, very stout against the run. Uh, you're not, you're going to have to, you know, throw scoring touchdowns against them if you're going to score. And that's, uh, you know, the kind of, I, I think this is the the most intriguing thing about this matchup. I mean, we have Mike Evans, long history. Of, you know, he's the best guy down near the red zone. Uh, you know, if you, he gets one-on-one coverage, uh, he's proven it throughout his career. He led the league in receiving touchdowns this season with Tyreek Hill. Uh, so I think that's going to be kind of the difference in the game is if the Buccaneers, can they score touchdowns when they get down inside the red zone? Uh, can Baker Mayfield find Mike Evans? So uh, I, I lean towards the Buccaneers here, but I'm with you, Joe. How much last week was just the Eagles complete crappiness? Uh, uh, and how much a, a How much was Tampa Bay? <laughs> I mean, because there's Baker a lot of guys running wide games. open. Yeah. Yeah. Baker had two bad games. Now, I will say this when it comes to the player props market, um, and also one and done. Uh, look at look at crimp back there peeking in. Uh-oh. So you're <laughs> there. She comes. I don't, oh, uh, there she comes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, uh, in the player prop market, um, Mike Evans had like two really bad drops in that game. Yes. Uh, Baker had him for a touchdown. I think it was the Buccaneers' first or second series, right down mm-hmm. the right sideline. He dropped it. He had one down the left sideline later in the game uh, that he dropped. Um, I'm. I. I think. I think. Baker is probably going to say, "Hey, we can get the we can get after this secondary," and he's going to go to Mike Evans in this one. Yeah, and uh, we saw that last week. Aaron Glenn was <laughs> they were having troubles getting home, so they were sending a little bit more and giving the uh, the Rams opportunities for one on one matchups here. So uh, that you know, you kind of led me into it. Those are two of my favorite props this week. Unfortunately, they've been kind of blown out uh, as the week has moved on. Here, I got Mike Evans over sixty four and a half receiving yards. Uh, I think it's up to 70, 71 and a half. That's about where I thought it would open uh, in that low 70s area. So uh, we we jumped on that and hammered it. Um, as you said, you know, he dropped a 47-yard touchdown pass. Uh, if we look at the numbers, uh, Detroit, over their last 10, 10 straight games, they've allowed a lead receiver to get to 68 or more receiving yards. Of course, we saw Puka Nakua go for a buck 80 and a touchdown last week. So Loving Mike Evans, even at 71 and a half. Uh, value's been kind of taken out of that, but I'd still lean heavily towards the over on that one. Uh, and Baker Mayfield was the other one. It, this line opened up way too low. Uh, I don't usually like to bet a passing yards prop after I hit a, a receiving yards prop, you know, because it's kind of like going all in on the yeah. passing game. If, you know, Baker tanks, uh, I have two props that are going to lose, but this number was uh, about. 15 or 16 yards too low, in my opinion, when they opened it. It was at 244 and a half. It has been bet up to about 256 and a half is the last I saw it. So it's kind of in line with where I think it should be. But um, that's what's going to be fun about this game. Both of these these teams have really good run defenses. This is going to be a very pass-heavy game, in my opinion. Uh, They're not going to want to run into brick walls on uh, both sides here. So uh, you know, both of these teams are pass funnel defenses. I think we're going to get a lot of passing in this game. So give me Baker uh, over even at 256 and a half. I still like the over there. Uh, Detroit's allowed, uh, you know, the fourth most passing yards per game at 268 and a half, basically. Uh, and we saw Matthew Stafford throw for 367 yards last week. So uh, give me uh, give me a lot of uh, a passing props here for uh, the Tampa Bay side uh, on the road here. 
unfortunately for you, your roommate has to wait until tomorrow night uh, for his Uh-oh. for his bullshit team to take the field. Uh, are you making any food for Kansas City at Buffalo, Tom? Uh, nothing. Sp- I'm doing some chili today, uh, you know, for the, the Ravens and the, the Packers and the 49ers and the Texans. So I'm just just going to have leftover chili chili tomorrow. But uh, yeah, it's this is good. This is a fun one here. This uh. is the the NFL uh, doing it right here, finishing the weekend with Kansas City and Buffalo. Another another chapter in the uh, the growing story to rivalry here. So uh, I'm I'm excited for this one. Uh, spread's been two and a half, three all week here. Um, anytime it gets to three, it usually gets bet back down to two and a half. So I would be all over uh, the Bills here, minus two and a half, yeah. but this injury report has me very concerned on the defensive side for the Bills. Uh, you know, Taron Johnson looks like he's going to play. You know, he's he's going through concussion protocol. Uh, you know, Gabe Davis is out. Uh, Christian Benford, a cornerback, is out. T- Taylor Rapp is out. Uh, looks like T- Terrell Bar- Bernard, the linebacker here, is going to try to play. So th- this is a defense that has been dealing with injuries all season, and – yeah, this is an ugly injury report coming out of that Steelers game on Monday. Short turner, you know, quick turnaround with the short week. Uh, that does have me concerned, but I, I am leaning towards the Bills getting the monkey off their backs here. Uh, but I, I don't know if I can lay minus, you know, even minus yeah. two and a half here. It's it's I, I do think this is a true toss-up kind of a game here. It looks like weather mu- will not be, I mean, in as much as minus yeah. t- negative or, uh, <laughs> excuse me, 20 degree temperatures, sub sub zero temperatures uh, or sub freezing temperatures can't be a factor, yeah. but it looked like they're getting their snow out of the way today. Tom, yeah, it kind of looks, you- looks like the, the four, you know, the, the game, the Steelers and the, the Bills played. It seems like a very similar type of forecast yeah. there, you know, temperatures around, you know, 15 to 20 degrees and 10 to 15 mile per hour winds. Nothing that should affect the passing games too much. Uh, what I am doing here is I'm really hoping because I need to come back in in our one and done. I am okay. hoping for a 38-35 Bills win in a oh, shootout. You're, you're loading I'm up. Going, I'm loading up on Kansas City in this game because I okay. need. I feel like people might save Mahomes just because it's Mahomes, you know, and like, and but he hasn't been Mahomes this year. So even if I do load up on him, like you know, it, it it's one of those situations, but. Uh, Tom, I do lean towards the Bills as well. Now, my question to you is, with all these injuries, Stefan Diggs has a foot injury. I, think I know. That was another a, one here. Hell, he, he got a limited practice. Even the punter has a hamstring injury, Joe. Oh, Jeez. you got it. looked like he got shot when he was chasing down the uh, – That it was a big play. He, he did slow down, uh, you know, I think it was Herbig that, that picked that up. But, yeah. yeah, that's even something to watch because this – I mean, I, I know you wanted to shoot out, Joe, but – this is of the of the four games. This is the one where I I lean towards the under. I, I do think this could be a you know kind of a field position game a little bit. I do think even we saw it last week with the Chiefs. They were going on those long methodical drives. The Bills have kind of turned in that to that kind of team with since Joe Brady has taken over here, uh, which kind of leads me to my one prop. I gave out uh, James Cook over his rushing yards. It was at fifty eight and a half. It's been bet up uh, 62 and a half, but. We've seen him much more involved in the running game here uh, since Joe Brady took over. And uh, that's one thing you can do on this Chiefs defense. It's been really tough, but uh, they allowed 4.6 yards per carry in the regular season. Uh, Buffalo has, you know, a negative pass rate over expectation since uh, Brady took over play calling. So um, I think, you know, this is a team that 
it has changed their colors a little bit. You know, they changed their stripes a little bit. Um, I also have Stefan Diggs under his receiving yards. I, I did get that before. I, I you know, I, I, it's a tough, tough matchup against Legarius Sneed. We saw him, you know, basically shut down Tyreek Hill out, outside of yeah. a, a long touchdown last week. Um, and Diggs, this was before the foot injury, though. So this, this prop has dropped by five or six yards the last time I checked. Uh, but I still like Diggs under his number. He hasn't been. It's been a lot of short area targets for him. Not a whole lot of downfield, uh, you know, targets outside of that Dolphins game when he caught a caught a, a long bomb in that one. But other than that, it's been a lot of uh, dinking and dunking with Stefan Diggs. So uh, I took his under sixty six and a half. I think it's around sixty one and a half, sixty and a half now at this point. Hey, look, uh, you're uh, we, we, you're Tom. We got Tom behind the scenes. You've got to get to your chili. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thomas Tipple has got to flip his damn steaks. He's marinating some steaks. What are you gotta, making, Joe? I mean, it sounds uh, like feast go, that we got here. I'm going to a one-year-old's birthday party at 2 p.m. So, uh, oh, yeah, some, uh, it sounds like some old pizza or something. Or, I, I don't know. Yeah, what, I don't what, know. what are they serving at a one-year-old's party? I don't I, know. I don't know. Uh, they'll do it up. They're, they're my next-door okay. neighbors. They'll have something. They're, uh, they'll, they'll have something nice, nice for him. And I think, uh, I think the old man, he, uh, he turns, he, yeah, his birthday's tomorrow. So it's like oh. me and my, me and my dad, my dad and I, uh, I was born on the 24th of July. His birthday was the 25th. Uh, okay. Um, so, I mean, he, it sounds like you might have to share a, a you know, a little, a little bourbon with him or something for his birthday. Yeah, you know, I might have to do that or... for him. A yeah, little, uh, little day drinking before the, uh, before the Baltimore <laughs> Houston game. Um, uh, yeah, like I, my, my dad, when I was, when I was, uh, I guess when I was in utero, uh, my dad was like to my mom, well, can't you hold off another day? And she That's was like, you try it, buddy. Like, <laughs> like my uncle, my uncle Dave was, uh, April, tw- I'm an April 23rd guy. Uh, my uncle was April 24th and I was born at like 1030 at night. And that yeah. was what my, my dad was, you know, the family was telling my mom, oh, come on, hold out to midnight. Get Uncle Dave and uh, Tom to share the same birthday. Yeah, my mom's like, F that noise. <laughs> Screw <We're>, you guys. <laughs> this, this is done. I, I am yeah. done with this. April 23rd is good enough, so. <laughs> uh, shout out to Dottie, the 85-year-old woman who currently leads our uh, our playoff yeah. contest, Tom. We should get her on the live stream. Because I was going to say, yeah, if she do. wins the, you know, if she wins, we might have to have her on the podcast or something. I, I'm rooting for her. I mean, I'm pretty much out of contention after week one i, I it's gonna be tough to come back from i'm gonna need like uh some miracle uh happenings in this in this game which is certainly possible in the playoffs we, you know small sample size here but i'm pulling for dotty i hope she she whips all you know because we have a you know a pretty good crew here a lot of a lot of uh people from the fantasy point staff and contributors and uh you know a lot of people that know a lot of fantasy football so i'm rooting for dotty to to bring it home here i'll be i'll be following her name here at the top of the standings uh, starting this week so for thomas tipple and tom brawley i'm joe dolan thanks everybody for watching this edition of the point spread uh, our guy kino is like i can't believe i woke up to these faces on i was like yeah uh, talk about a nightmare uh waking up to you and i t bro i gotta go get some coffee it's been a good morning thanks everybody thomas go flip your steaks have a good one 